0: This is Zombie Chickens Podcast where two heads is better than one, even if they're undead. My name is Marnay. My name is Vegan. Regarding the whole love and despair month And this episode we're also going to do another um, murder case Each of us Mm -hmm. will be discussing a murder case I will be doing Jodie Arias A lot of people know her And Travis Alexander And you will be doing... (laughs) You forget (laughs) (laughs) Just two seconds Two seconds (laughs) It's like me wanting to read you My name is Megan (laughs) Uh, Pamela Smart, there we go. Ah, I thought it was something with a P. Yeah,
1: I wanted to say Stephanie Smart and I'm like, no, the previous one was Stephanie.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. With with these two cases we need to put in a disclaimer about sex, drugs, rock and roll and murder. (laughs) Gruesome murders. Yes, explicit
1: content will be in this episode, so if you do not want to listen to that Please skip this episode and mm-hmm. listen to the next one.
0: But thank you. Are you going to start for us? Yes. So with my story or murder case, it starts on June the 4th, 2008. A 30-year-old legal insurance salesman named Travis Alexander was brutally slain in the bathroom of his Mesa, Arizona home. Is it Mesa or Mesa? I mean, it's... Me- me- Mesa? 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 Potato, potato, I think. (laughs) His body wasn't discovered for five days. Now, my knowledge is very limited when it comes to the whole American, um, like the the outlook of America. But as far as my knowledge goes, and as far as I know as well, Arizona is very hot. So imagine a body sitting in the heat. For five days. Yeah. Five days. For me, it's just imagine the smell. Yeah god okay but i mean he he had been stabbed 27 times shot in the head and his throat was slit from ear to ear about four inches deep that's about 10 centimeters that's almost like decapitation yeah alexander's hands also had defensive wounds and some of the investigators said that he might have been dead when the, when the gunshot was inflicted so they're not sure if he was stabbed and then shot because his body was moved Around the house, so it was very difficult to see which exactly came first. which one which came first, yeah. basically. And obviously, you can imagine five days of decomposition. What yeah. it's going to do with the body as well in heat. In
1: heat, yeah, it obviously progresses
0: the. Exactly, but his 28 year old ex girlfriend Jody Arias was arrested for the murder the following month. At trial, Arias claimed she killed Alexander in self defence. Now she gave a lot of stories she spinned a shitload of stories i mean it's very difficult to actually conceive which one is actually the truth yeah but i mean obviously they can with some sort of evidence get to the part where they know you know sort of what happened if you go to the story about areas she was born in 1980 in salinas california to parents bull and sandy areas She has one older half-sister plus one younger sister and two younger brothers. So, it's quite a big family. Yeah. She also dropped out of high school and later obtained a GED and moved around often as a young adult. And she also dated various men and dabbled in various religions. I don't know if that's really important about the whole religion thing because... I think it's because I'm not really religious, neither are you. But... Um, I think... It sort of shows a chameleon-like personality. Yeah, but
1: also I remember this story and mm. it played a part in her testimony mm. in her trial.
0: It did, but to me it's it's, it's something insignificant. Yeah, but, but in a very, very yeah you know difficult case like this one it will count in her not in her favour. Her mom, Sandy Arias, has claimed that her daughter's childhood was normal. But when speaking to investigators, her parents said that she had mental problems and might be bipolar. Now for me, again, how do you not see that and get the person tested? Not everyone No, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a difficult it's, thing.
1: It is a difficult
0: thing. It's a difficult thing, but um especially not everyone wants to
1: admit that there's something wrong because they feel like it's because of mm, the up mm, they did something wrong as parents.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, mental problems.
1: It's it's, 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 it's nothing something you're
0: born. With. Exactly,
1: it's nothing to do with the parents. Well, in certain circumstances. Yeah. But obviously, it's like it's almost an image thing as
0: well. Mm. No, it definitely is. Yeah. But her father told investigators that Jodie hadn't been honest with, and or open with her parents since they caught her growing marijuana out in the family's Tupperware containers when she was 14 years old I mean come now that's just kids being kids I mean my one of my friends grew marijuana is covered and when his (laughs) mom found out she freaked out but it's not just being kids being kids it's it's not all kids exactly grow marijuana (laughs) I'm growing now so
1: yeah but it's legal now
0: (laughs) yeah for us but on the stand, Jody claimed her parents had physically and mentally abused her. Again, that's difficult to, to actually show that they were physically and mentally abusive towards her because they will obviously deny it. Yeah. But any case, in September twen- 2006, Arias met Alexander, a 29-year-old legal insurance salesman for the first time. Now, the thing about Alexander is... He also came from a very big family. I think he has like seven siblings. They were very poor. And he went to go live with his parental, uh, paternal, sorry, paternal grandmother. She basically raised him. And he sort of built himself up to working. His grandmother was a a Mormon. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though you're not allowed to say Mormons anymore, he sort of worked in this legal... Pyramid scheme sort of company. where he built himself up. We actually could have, we actually bought his own home. Yeah. And um, rented out two of the rooms to his friends. He was speaking at a professional conference for the company he worked at Prepaid Legal Services in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, and that's where they met. Arias was an aspiring photographer living in California, while Arizona was home base for Alexander. But the two quickly hit it off. Within days of meeting Alexander. Arias reportedly broke up with a long-time live-in boyfriend, and as ABC News has reported, the two began a long-distance relationship. Court records also show that they exchanged about 82,000 emails through the course of their acquaintance. Holy shit. 82,000 emails. That is fucking ridiculous. Yep. Well, that's a shitload. Yeah, well, if
1: the way teenagers text these days, it's probably the same. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> but that's, died, died. that's like that's late 2000s or yeah, the late 2000s. That is a lot of. 2006. Emails. We were in high school. Yeah. Oh my God. We were in high school in 2006. And that's also basically when cell phones really started up. Where you could text easily, more yeah, easily. I mean, for more us, it was, for us, it was mix it.
1: Yeah, and God, then can you
0: remember mix it.
1: Yeah, and then I think in our um, was it towards, well, BBM was a thing, mm. and then I think towards our end of high school, WhatsApp started being a thing. Exactly, but didn't BBM
0: start? I think more towards two thousand and. 7 around there?
1: Yeah, it was like middle high school towards yeah. end of high school and then end of high school. But see, with South Africa it's a big, it's a different it's again different because, because
0: we're way behind.
1: Yeah. And also like in America, most people use um, the Apple, the iPhone chat thing mm. because they have iPhones. Mm.
0: But in any case, understand Aria's claim that she had a sexual encounter with Alexander within a week of their first meeting. Although premarital sex was forbidden in a, Alexander's Mormon religion, which is true because they're very against the whole sex before sex before marriage thing but again that's the their the, the religion in November of that year Arius converted to Mormonism Alexander even baptized them but that's quite quick to move on to being Mormonism because that's that's not something easy yeah, to do you need to it's, go to classes you need to I think even write a couple of tests. Yeah, and, but it's and it's you it's, need to go to all the. It's services. not just
1: it's not just a decision you make.
0: What do easy. you call it? Easily, it's not a. No, no, it's the same with. I want to say Islam. It's not an easy, you know. Yeah, but with over. I think with any religion, it's
1: not just like. It's sort of like she jumps to a religion because of. Mm. People mm. in her life.
0: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, their relationship was was very highly sexual, stormy, and friends of Alexander's portrayed areas as intensely obsessive. I mean, I heard stories where he would go to the bathroom and she would wait outside of the door waiting for him, or mm. he would talk to Goodness. his roommates and she would just be there, you know, within the whole vicinity of yeah. the conversation. The bitch was cray-cray. I'll, 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 I'll say that. Well, the couple broke up. After five months, but they continued to be physically intimate and stayed in regular cont- contact. Well, in regular contact, I mean, I mean, she was there basically. So he All had up in no his choice.
1: choice. He had no choice in the matter.
0: Well, that's the thing, though. Um, I read somewhere that he talked um, in confidence to one of his friends, and he said he was addicted to her. Okay, but I mean, she is pretty. She's a very pretty girl, very slight, slender. Um she 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 is in a way a muse coming from an artist's perspective she is very i want to say not enigmatic but she does have a very very um appealing yes yeah she's very appealing and i mean there's a lot of cases where people say she she's she's very enticing she yeah. draws you in but um, Aries lashed out in a jealous rage when Alexander began dating other women, slashing his tires, hacking into social media accounts and more. She broke into his house more than once.
1: Damn. And how that wasn't like a sign that mm. something
0: isn't right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like she stole a couple of personal possessions. And if it's of his, it's probably probably of his that she stole. Alexander actually told a friend once that he won't be surprised if you find me dead one day.
1: So he actually had the <sighs> suspicions.
0: Yeah. But by early June 2008, Alexander ha- had, he was tired of her antics. And he told her to get out of his life forever. But obviously that didn't last very long. Um, so with the murder of Travis Alexander. Alexander had scheduled a trip to Can- Cancun. Can- Cancun. Cancun. (laughs) Why the fuck is there you there? Make it O, double O. Anyway, um, he had just missed a very important conference call on the night of June the 4th, 2008 at 7 p.m. So that for for his friends was also a very big wake-up call because he would in no circumstance miss a very important conference call like that. Okay. But on June the 9th, having been unable to reach Alexander, people from prepaid legal services went to his home to check on him basically his friends went to check on him because they were on a holiday Mm. and they were basically almost on their way to leave yeah and they couldn't get hold of him and they found they knew the the code combination code for his garage so they went through there and found found a key to get into the get into the house and they found a lot of blood
1: yeah
0: by his room When they entered, they noticed large pools of blood in the hallway, leading to the master bedroom, bathroom, sorry, where his body was discovered in the shower in the fetal position. But on the May of 28th, 2008, a gun was stolen from the home of Arios' grandparents in in the burglary. She lived with her grandparents at that time. But the shot that was fired, killing or wounding, whichever, Alexander, it's the same sort of gun that was stolen from a grandparent's house. Okay. Mm. So on June the 2nd, Arias rented a car from Budget Rent a car in Redding, California, then drove to Mesa to see Alexander. That's actually quite a far distance. And what also happened is she, when they gave a, a car, it was a red red car, and she said no, she wanted the white car, so it's not noticeable. Okay. Which does give you an indication that was premeditated. Yeah. But let's go on. On June the 4th, the ex-couple had sex in his shower, illustrated by very raunchy photos discovered by Iris's camera after the murder. So by the time they found his body, that particular day, his friends phoned 911. And even on that first instance of the 911 call, they said... Mentioned her immediately immediately mentioned her as a suspect because they knew her fucked up history and Uh the way he spoke about because apparently she moved uh closer about 10 minutes away closer to him i think that was when they broke up and she never told him she never told him that he she moved closer Uh -uh. damn okay Uh. but the whole thing was they found a camera and some of the bedding in the washing machine they believed the camera was hers Mm. and some of the images was deleted and she put it in the the cycle with some 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 jig uh, or bleach if you must Mm. and the images that that was recovered from the device appeared to show alexander immediately before his murder as well as a picture that appeared to show a subject on the floor of the bathroom bleeding profusely the police stated so what happened was the images that were taken, obviously, they had some sort of sex step that they were making while yeah. having sex, and then he went to have a shower, and she was taking photos of him as well
1: while he was in the shower.
0: While he was in the shower, mm-hmm. and the thing is, all those all those images are stamped, time stamped. Oh, okay. And then the last one they have is two, about two minutes later of him of the per- the body bleeding, bleeding which is obviously it. his, yeah, his body, and. In those two minutes, he must have... That's that's, where, that's that's when she killed him. She
1: stabbed him or...
0: Stabbed him multiple times. Yeah. Shot him in the head. And then also there's a couple of other photos as well that looks like a camera falling or... Not falling, but being displaced as if you're dragging a body because you see a part of a leg as well. Oh,
1: okay. So it's just the camera angles is at odd, yes. weird angles. Yes unintentional pictures Mm. basically
0: but the thing is after exonis death but before his body was discovered areas had continued to call him and left him several voice mail messages she's quite smart to
1: cover tracks basically her,
0: her tracks but not that smart
1: yeah she just didn't execute it well
0: exactly i mean it was very very thought well but um as we'll see later it was later alleged that she had accessed Alexander's voicemail messages after his death. She said that Alexander had re- originally planned to visit in May in two thousand and eight, but his plans had changed. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. But Arias was arrested on July the fifteenth, two thousand and eight, on suspicion of first degree murder. That's when she was just as a suspect. Now, with the Jody Arias trial. Like I said before, there was a lot of stories going around with this whole killing part. And she first claimed that she was not there. Okay. That was her first.
1: First First came when she wasn't there. She was not there.
0: Because she did visit her ex-boyfriend, Brian... What's the bastard's name? Brian something. And um, she actually went to go visit him. But she only visited him, like, a day later than what they what she initially said what they initially planned on oh so she she did have an alibi yeah but not an exact alibi for, for the, the day. day of the murder exactly and then when the photos surface of her having sex with with alexander she <laughs> she said that how were they even sure that it's her how can it be her she was not there okay mm. mm-hmm. Does she have a, has a Does she have a twin sister we don't know about? Fuck knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, she she was very adamant to be to go against this whole claim that it was not her in the photos, even yeah. though it, you can see it's her. It's clearly see it. So. Yeah. And then later she claimed that there was two intruders that came into the house that killed Alexander. Now again, if we look at the timestamps of those photos, they two minutes, came in
1: in 2 minutes they came in
0: shot the man stabbed him 27 times dragged the body to the bathroom while she did. cleaned the body because cleaned the body because the body was cleaned sort of washed
1: yeah while took she the camera, was standing
0: there while she was there okay cuz apparently what they did as well apparently what they did was they they shoved her in a corner or something and told her to be quiet or some sort of something in in, in those lines Okay. And yeah, and therefore she she didn't tell the police because she was afraid of her life. That's the one story. Okay, that's okay. the one story. And then later on, when the timestamp was revealed, was revealed to her or to the court, she changed the story again to say it was in self-defense. Now, okay. First problem is if you look at photos of Travis Alexander, he's quite a big guy. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he looks like a very sporty person. Mm. Secondly, now, Jodie is sort of sort of slight, but she is quite tall. Mm. But she doesn't really give me the impression of someone that's very strong. But where's a defensive wounds. Yeah, She, she was arrested any. shortly after his body was found. And
1: there was no bruising.
0: No bruising. Because you will have marks by, by some sort of means that will be left behind that you can show... This is my self-defensive wounds. He had defensive wounds. He had a shitload of defensive wounds on his hands. But she had not. She had a broken finger. Okay. Put a pin on the finger part. So, Jodie said that her life was in danger. And that Alexander knocked her to the ground in the bathroom where there was a struggle. Okay. Mm. She didn't have anything to defend herself with. And if she didn't do it, she wouldn't be here today. Okay. Well, what she did was she said that um, he knocked it to the ground, shoved her around a bit, and she ran to the cupboard in the hallway where she knew that he kept a gun, even though there was no evidence that even, he even owned, owned a, a gun and where she shot him. Okay. But in any case, Ares' lawyers said that in a testimony tried to prove that Alexander had used her for sex and Demean her throughout the former couple's relationship. Like they painted him in a very bad way, which kind of worked because this bitch was, again, she was quite smart. Mm. So, what she did most of the time is she, she, they would have phone sex and she would record it. Okay. And one of the recordings, he mentioned that she should touch herself and she sounded like a 12 year old girl having her first orgasm. Oh. And him being a Mormon, that's not good. And he's an elder in the Mormon community as well. The other thing that counted against him is that they got Alexander's ex-girlfriend, Lisa Andrew Dyden, to the stand. Who also testified and felt used by Alexander and that he objectified her during their relationship. But they sort of dated on and off in 2007, so that's definitely... After Arius and Alexander broke up. Yeah. Mm. But the court didn't buy Arius' a story. In May 2013, a jury convicted her of first degree murder, but the jury could not reach a unanimous decision on whether to sentence her to death. But Arius testified that the relationship with Alexander became increasingly physically and emotionally abusive some of which caused Travis's sister to continuously roll her eyes and shake her head in disbelief. Like, everyone that knew him knew knew he he was not abusive. Okay. Aria said that Alexander shook her while saying, I'm fucking sick of you, then began screaming at me, after which he body stamped me on the floor at the foot of his bed and taunted her, saying, don't act like that hurts, before he called her a bitch and kicked her in the ribs. Again, if you were kicked in the ribs... Most likely it was all might, might have been shattered or mm. at least bruised and you will have those massive bruising massive bruises. Yeah. For days on end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even weeks on end. Afterwards Aria said you went to kick me again and I put my hand out. So that's when she broke a finger. But they speculate that she broke a finger while dragging his body. Because I don't know if anyone knows, but a body, a dead body is heavy. It is heavy. It's, it's very, yeah. very, very heavy. And in March 2015, the second jury had also hung around Arias' sentencing, but effectively removed the death penalty from the table. Arias was sentenced to life in prison without parole. And even in prison, um, she was said to be very manipulative, even, even towards the guards yeah mm. so she's a very manip- manipulative bitch that's the <laughs> word but the thing that's very interesting to me with this whole case is the the whole mentality behind it, the whole the whole stalking thing because i was reading up about stalking as well but in reality stalking is a form of abuse and current or former intimate partners are both the most common type of stalker and often the most dangerous because they know you. They yeah. know you intimately. They know your routes that you take to work, the routes that you take home, the yeah. routes that you take to the shops. They know all your routines. Yeah. Exactly. And Inspector Lee Bernard, who runs the UK Stalking Threat Assessment Centre, told broadly earlier that this year, this year, that ex-partner stalkers are potentially the most dangerous. One stalking study describes an ex-partner stalking as having easily bruised egos flimsy interpersonal boundaries, smouldering rage, and jealousy, and relentless tenacity. Mm. They also typically have an intimate knowledge and often access their victims' lives. Yeah, so what we've learned today is if you have a stalker, burn that bitch.
1: And also, if you see the signs, like he clearly knew that she wasn't. Yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, he literally told a friend. Don't yeah. be surprised if you find me
1: dead one day. Well, it's good that he actually did tell his friends because she was immediately a suspect. Mm. So,
0: it's it's uh, it's actually a very sad story to say the least. Because I mean, clearly, he, he f- had
1: clearly she had a part in his heart. Where mm. because. He but I, have think, kept I think on he, he, I
0: think he had a difficulty seeing the difference between lust and love and love. Yeah. Because when uh, also apparently when they broke up, he was telling friends that she's not marriage material. Oh. Mm. So he
1: clearly knew that he did not want to marry her, and it it, it it she was a fuck buddy.
0: Yeah. Fuck. And I think with with him being a Mormon, I don't think that has anything to do with him being a Mormon, but. It, it, it the whole relationship just sounds very physical yeah. and that's what it was I mean even though they weren't together anymore they still you know had catch up times where they just had a quick fuck and then yeah. what went on their way basically because he was sort of dating someone else while he was fucking Arias as well Damn. It's, it's like I think the problem you can say in a sense that he had, he played a very big part because he just didn't keep her out of his life. Yeah. He, there was He times, went back. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. I mean, there are times where she went to him and said, one of the times when they broke up, where she uh, told him and said, like, she lost a job, she doesn't have any money. And he told her, listen, you can clean my house and I'll give you a couple of bucks. And he bought her a very skimpy made made outfit mm-hmm, oh to wear. My word. Okay. So it's um, it 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 was very sexual yeah. their relationship and not a good kind of sexual uh, relationship. It's very, it was very toxic. unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so toxic.
1: Not that I m- think most just sexual relationships isn't necessarily very healthy. But y- yeah, that but was that was one extreme, particularly. Yeah. Okay, so my case is more of an older case. Mm. Older meaning it happened in nineteen ninety, so <laughs> quite old. It's not um, that long, ago, like Thirty-one that. years ago. Uh-huh. So, quite quite a while ago. It just we don't want to admit to ourselves that we <laughs> <Almost
0: 30. laughs> yeah.
1: So um yeah. So the case is about Pamela Smart, Pamela Anne was born in 1967 to mother Linda and father John. They moved to New Hampshire from Florida when she was young. In high school, she was a well-loved cheerleader who was popular among her high school peers. After high school, she went to go study at Florida State University, where she aspired to be a television feature reporter. So basically like a
0: news... News reporter. News
1: reporter, yeah. While being back in New Hampshire for the holidays in 1986, on New Year's Eve, she met a man named Greg Smart while out at a party with friends. They bonded over their love of heavy metal, and they hit it off so well that after the holiday season, when Pamela returned to university, Greg went with her. Not to study, but just to be with her. So he wasn't actually even planning to study. He just went with her. That's how quickly they progressed
0: well that escalated pretty. yeah
1: he was madly <laughs> in love with her and she felt the same they got married in 1989 and moved back to new hampshire to a town called Derry to start the rest of their lives together unfortunately the happiness in their marriage did not last long greg confessed to pamela that he had cheated on her and obviously that put a huge strain on their marriage Pamela started working at a high school as a media coordinator where they created educational videos about drug and alcohol abuse prevention and she volunteered at a drug awareness program called Project Self-Esteem. God, that's The 90s. (laughs) At that time, Pamela was 22, still young and fun, which helped her to get along with all the students. This is also when she met a 15-year-old student by the name of William Flynn, but he was better known as Billy. He was completely smitten with her, following her around and helping her with anything and everything. He started visiting her at her office every time he could. It went to a point where it happened on a daily basis. It was easy to recognize that the reasoning behind his behavior was because he was madly in love with her, which did not put Pamela off. She found that it gave her a confidence boost after Greg's confession of cheating. Mm. She kept encouraging his feelings towards her Never never putting a stop to their growing bond In early 1990, they kissed for the first time During that time, she also became friends with another volunteer Student Cecilia Pierce, also another teenager She became Pamela's assistant And Pamela shared everything with her Cecilia was a part of Billy's friend group That also consisted consisted of a boy named J.R. Latime and Pete Randall.
0: Shame, what a name.
1: <laughs> In March of 1990, Pamela and Billy started a secret sexual relationship after she invited Billy and Cecilia to her house when her husband was out of town. Their relationship continued for the following weeks. Now we move to the 1st of May, 1990. Pamela's husband, Greg, got ready for work and left at 9.45am. Pamela left to work... Not long after Greg. Greg. I want to say Craig the whole time. is Greg. <laughs> it's Gregory, but everyone calls him Greg. Mm-hmm. She had meetings after work, and that meant that she was going to, be, to arrive late. She arrived at home just after 10 p.m., noticing her husband's car, but the house was completely dark. When entering the door to the house, she found her husband laying on the floor. She started screaming and ran to her neighbor's house for help. In the call to the Dairy Emergency Services, the neighbor says to the operator that someone is passed out in their house and that his wife is hysterical. With that, the operator asks, do they know why the man is passed out? The neighbor yells to Pamela, help is on the way, do you know why he's passed out? The neighbor then replies to the operator that no, they do not know. When 911 arrived, there was nothing they could do. He was already dead. They started an investigation and brought in detectives. They initially thought it might have been a burglary gone wrong because the house was ransacked, but they soon realised that this could not have been the case. Greg's wedding ring with diamonds was still on him. His wallet was found full of cash and there was no forced
0: entry. Oh, so he knew the person that opened the door. Mm.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that okay. <laughs> but it seems like there was uh, the person was let in
0: mm-hmm.
1: greg was shot from close range in the head executioner style as with all investigations the closest people to the victims get looked at first mm-hmm. pamela was in meetings during the murder time frame so it could not have been her but regardless of that she was on the detective's radar as she was acting strange after Greg's murder, not really showing emotion, and being very indifferent about the whole situation.
0: Which is, which is sort of silly, it's silly because it's there's a lot of cases where people, people don't show
1: emotion because they, they, they're exactly. shocked. There's so many different reasons, and everyone processes emotions
0: differently. Differently. Mm.
1: But it got so bad that the media even started calling her the ice queen.
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: After two weeks into the investigation, there was new leads. The father of Billy's friend, JR, went to the police with his gun, claiming that his gun might have been used in Greg's murder. Mm. JR's father used his gun a few weeks ago before the murder, putting it away without cleaning it. When he took his gun out again and found his gun was cleaned, he became suspicious. That is suspicious. He was right to be suspicious. It did turn out to be the gun used to, sh- to shoot Greg.
0: Mm.
1: There was also a, an anonymous call made to the police stating that Cecilia, Pamela and Billy's best friend, knew about the details to Greg's death and that it was all planned by Pamela. Mm. Mm. The teens were all questioned by the police. But the only one really helping and talking to the police was Cecilia. She said how Pamela was like an older sister to her, that Pamela and Billy started out as friends but soon after started an affair. When the detectives asked her how she knew, she said that Pamela confessed to her that she was in love with Billy. Just keep in mind, a 15 year old boy, but okay. The reason she knew that they were sleeping together was because Cecilia walked in on them during sex.
0: Shame, girl. Yeah.
1: She then cooperated with the police by wearing a wire and talking to Pamela at the school. During that conversation, Pamela was trying to gaslight Cecilia to not go to the police with the truth, saying that if she will go to the police, she will be sending them all to prison for the rest of their lives. Stating that Cecilia was an accessory to murder, murder so she will also go to jail basically trying to scare her into it Mm. even saying that even if she did ask someone to kill for her the person saying okay i will has to be fucking deranged (laughs) her exact words cecilia then replied bull did it because he loves you Ironically, Pamela said that she's scared that Cecilia will one day come to her with a wire and she'll be busted by the police.
0: <laughs> yes. Nice foreshadowing. Mm-hmm.
1: On the 1st of August 1990, Pamela Smart was arrested. When the trial began in 1991, the entire trial was so public and created such a drama full spectacle that it was so popular everywhere. People viewed it as a soap opera rather than an actual murder trial. It
0: I can see. I can so see the. Public. I can see the, the whole eagerness behind it because yeah. it's, it's it's a scandal. It's a downright exactly. scandal. It's you know a, a, school kids it's killing a teacher figure ah. basically. Yeah,
1: and um, they actually compare it to like the likes of how O.J. Simpson's case was so public mm. because it was also the one of the '90s cases. This was one of the big, the first ones, the big Mm. one that was also so public, so in the TV spotlight. Mm. At At the trial, there were queues of people waiting at the court, wanting to see it all unfold. They all lined up really early to get a spot in the seating at the court, where there were only 30 public seats available in court.
0: Jeez.
1: The ones that arrived too late watched the whole court proceedings on a TV screen across the courtroom. An entire room full with people on like a really, really old school tiny TV trying to see what is happening. Mm. It came out during the trial that if Pamela and Greg would have gotten a divorce, Pamela would have lost everything, including her beloved dog.
0: Why though? Are they married outside of community of property? I'm not exactly sure. But it was said
1: I think it was said that Greg knew that she wanted a divorce and I think she would have lost everything, but probably because
0: I wonder if they, they had a prenup. Might have. Because if you can if you can show infidelity, I mean I'm I'm talking out of very thin thin based knowledge, but if you can um, yeah, it's
1: supposed... But I think that in the 19s, 1990s, in the 90s, it wasn't mm, that way. Now you can, if you can prove that someone cheated on you,
0: mm, then... And you have a prenup, you can... You can
1: fight for it. Mm. But obviously, that was the 90s. Mm, true. Yeah. So, Billy claimed that Pamela told him that she was abused by Greg, saying he did not want to kill Greg, but... he did not want to lose Pamela so he eventually agreed to a plan to murder her husband. He even claimed that he chickened out a couple of times and that this made Pamela angry with her threatening to break up with him if he did not go through with the murder. Mm -hmm. Billy then spoke to his two friends and asked for their help. They went along with Pamela's original plan which was When she leaves for work She will leave the side doors open So the boys could enter They had to stage the crime scene To look like it was a burglary gone wrong They were also allowed to keep things From the house After they have murdered her husband Jesus, keepsakes as well Mm -hmm. Pamela also promised To give the boys $500 each Which she could get From Greg's life insurance policy
0: Okay, five hundred dollars. At that time, it was. It's, it's a it's a lot. It's I mean, still
1: a, I think it's still a lot in America. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, you know,
0: well, if you okay, I don't I don't know the um multiplication sort of math you have to do to figure out what will five hundred dollars be in today's money. But let's say let's
1: we can I think we can Google it. Yeah, you know,
0: that would be actually quite cool because I'd like to know how much five hundred dollars would be in today's money, let's and then. See. And then take that into account of how much that will be in RAND. Because that would be quite interesting, it would probably be a few thousand. $500 in
1: the 1990s is equivalent in purchasing power to about 996.46 today.
0: How much? 90? 900,
1: and 90, say
0: 996. 996, I Yeah. a thousand dollars, wow. Multiply with the exchange rate, it's 14914
1: Yeah. It's Each, a- remember, and there's three boys. Yeah. So that is quite a significant amount. But yeah, she would have gotten that from his life policy.
0: Now oh, that's a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's the same with the, the, the this is a little off track. The whole, uh, I can't remember their names. The Indian couple that was murdered in Cape Town a couple of years ago, I think oh, in 2010. Oh, yeah, I and know, the funny I thing is, people made a lot of not a lot of speculation. Not not speculation, but um, they laughed at the amount of pounds that they gave the people to murder, you know, his oh. wife, but it's actually a lot of fucking it money. It is actually a lot of money. It's like something like 20,000 rand. Yeah, it's
1: if you look you at... You s- can't buy
0: a car with it, but it's... No, it's but
1: if for someone, the people who do those type of things, I think needs to be a certain desperate type of person. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Yeah. so you need to be a certain desperate type of person But Jesus,
0: I'll take 20,000 rand if someone would give me 20,000 rand Not killing someone, but you know But I
1: I get what you mean, yeah 20,000 rand, it's it's a lot of money It is a lot of money, it it can help a lot of people Exactly Yeah Okay, she allegedly asked Billy not to kill Greg in front of the dog (laughs) Because it will traumatize the dog
0: Okay, so she has some morals, so... Some morals. kill the Kill kill the husband. Kill the just fucking don't cheating do it husband. Any, just, just don't do it in front of the dog. Yeah. Okay, so she has morals. Okay, yeah. okay.
1: That day, apparently Pamela went to work with all her jewelry on because she was afraid the boys might steal it when they go to murder her husband.
0: That's weird.
1: Yeah. I just had to put it in there because when, when I saw it... I was That's funny, though, murdered. because she...
0: You do want them, you do want to have your jewellery stolen because then it is. No, but the thing is, she, she said they can take anything, mm.
1: but obviously that she didn't want. So, want them to take.
0: Yeah, so they she wanted it to look like a robbery. Mm. Oh, I think also, you know, she doesn't want them to be busted as well, you know, finding her jewellery, being found with I, I jewelry. don't think
1: it's that. I don't think she cared if they were busted. So, the boys arrived at Pamela and Greg's house. J.R. and another friend named Raymond Fowler stayed in the car while Billy and Pete went to go wreck the inside of the house. Afterwards, Billy and Pete waited inside the house for Greg to return from work. As Greg was opening the front door, the boys overpowered him. Greg, thinking it was a robbery, gave them his wallet. Pete saw the ring on Greg's finger and asked to remove it and hand it to him. Greg said he can't do that. When Pete asked him why, Greg said his wife will kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like irony. Yeah. The
0: irony in
1: it. Yeah. Billy then shot Craig, asking God to forgive him before doing so. In the trial, while Billy was retelling his side of what went down, he states multiple times that he did not want to kill Craig, and that... He just wanted to be with Pam, thinking this was the only way he could be with her.
0: Shame.
1: There was a lot of controversy regarding the boy's defense. In 2006, it was actually suggested that Billy was not the one who pulled the trigger. It might have been his friend Pete who shot Greg. As the evidence suggests that the person who used the gun was right-handed. Billy was left handed and Pete was right handed.
0: Yeah, because if you go into gun, let's say, gun technicalities, if you shoot with your non dominant hand, there will be some sort of.
1: The thing is, you, you don't have the power, so there will be exactly. a. Exactly. What do you call it? A, 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 back,
0: a, a back. You can say backlash. You know? Is that a, no, but there's a word for it. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I just. Pig cl- back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because so you're not steady. You're and not obviously steady. you are not. Um, you don't know how to position your body as well. Exactly. Not just that. I mean, if you go with your non-dominant hand, you will aim with your non-dominant eye as well. Because remember, you have a dominant oh, eye as well. Oh, true. So yeah. it will be. Yeah, but it will okay, be,
1: but it was literally like, it was close range. It was like, mm. so you didn't need to aim. But I get where you're going from. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but also, I didn't put this in my my show notes but i think i need to mention it so there is also stories that pete the friend he wanted he was an aspiring hitman oh god so he wanted to be a hitman
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: during the trial while billy was on the stand saying or or telling the story of how what happened Mm. minute for minute He said they went to the kitchen. Pete grabbed a knife, and then when they asked the prosecutor asked them, why did Pete grab the knife? It so Billy couldn't sort of couldn't answer, and it was like he wanted to, uh, and then he stopped, and then he said, he just grabbed the knife, and then the lawyer whatever asked again, and he's like he wanted to slit his throat, and then. The door started jangling because the guy was putting the keys, and then they ran in and eventually pete's or well, Billy said he shot him, but yeah, so it might have been i think it's it might have been Billy, i Pete who shot him, but Billy took the blame because he would get the lesser sentence because he's the one that was involved with Pamela, mm. but that's all speculation,
0: I can see why because I mean. If if your best friend asks you to help with a murder, Megan, I fucking love you, but Jesus, I, there need to be a good reason why we yeah, need to go kill someone now.
1: Not because my girlfriend, I'm dating an older woman, and well, well, I'm dating an older man, and uh-huh. he's a woman, all woman, oh, who cares, And I need their significant other to be murdered. Exactly. Yeah, I I get it. I wouldn't. The thing is, I would never put you in that position though. Mm. But,
0: yeah, you, but we're not psycho.
1: True. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they, they were also testifying against Pamela to get their charges dropped from first degree murder to mm. second degree, degree murder. So obviously that was also a red flag. Mm. They were also housed together for the months before the trial. Is that which even Which tainted allowed? their credibility. I think it's I think it's not supposed to be allowed, but that was again that was the nineties. I think <sighs> now it's not allowed, but yeah. So there could have they there, there could have been a lot of like
0: mm. trying
1: to sort out what they're gonna to say. Get the story in line. Yeah. Mm. And it's months. Like remember they were arrested in nineteen ninety. The trial only started in the beginning of nineteen ninety
0: one. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Good, a good couple of months. A good yeah. couple of months to get your story so, straight.
1: Exactly. I think that might have been also the reason why Billy said he did it. Because,
0: mm. yeah. get a Like you said, a, a lesser sentence for his yeah. friend.
1: So, Billy pled guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of 12 years if he maintained good behavior. Pete's sentencing was the same as Billy's.
0: That's weird for someone that did the action so yeah. to speak yeah there was apparently a lot of um,
1: plea bargains
0: and a lot mm. of there was a
1: lot of things going on i guess on. they
0: probably got the lesser sentence as well because they were working against pan
1: yeah and also that as well and also i think because they were minors and
0: mm. because you would normally go to first you would go to um um oh fucking forgot the name now um Temporary. Juvenile, yeah, juvie, and then after they would were go to at, they
1: were sentenced as adults. How old were they? Sixteen when the trials began. Wow. Um, Obviously, that's
0: the nineties. It's changed. Yeah, yeah. Because now you would go to juvie, and then you would. Sometimes well, it, have a retrial and then uh, yeah, but go it, to it, jail. I think
1: it all depends on the circumstances and of the, the murder I mean. that as well. Mm. Yeah, because
0: in certain states you have certain, um, obviously certain.
1: There's certain laws, yeah, mm. in place. Jr. The one who provided the murder weapon, and he was also the one in the getaway car, mm. was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of for parole
0: after thirty years, which I don't Jesus. know how that works. Yeah, I'd like to know too, because, I mean, he was, he's more of an accessory to murder. He's not, he's not yes, he provided the, 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 um, the weapon, the weapon and the getaway car, but that's not,
1: yeah, but I, I couldn't really figure out why his sentencing was 30 after years. 30 years parole and then look it's not that they were released after 12
0: years it's the, the no, it's minimum be- they yeah. have
1: to spend 12 years and then before. only bef-
0: only if it's good behaviour yeah. as well meaning no fights in the yeah. prison but no the
1: stabbings but that's the no thing skin. is I still don't know why mm. and um, the other guy was also sentenced but he wasn't really mentioned in the people's the sources I used um, then Cecilia was not charged with her role in the murder plot as she
0: was cooperating with the police. Mm. I guess she probably changed the name.
1: I'm actually not sure, but they're they're all in their 40s
0: now, so Mm.
1: yeah. Um, During Pamela's defense, they claimed that Burley murdered Craig, Greg, because Pamela broke up with him. Her reasoning for the recorded conversation that took place between her and Cecilia is that Pamela had a suspicion That Cecilia knew more about the murder that she was letting on. And that during that conversation, Pamela was trying to get more information out of her from who killed her husband and what happened in that house that day. Hmm. The jury collaborated till 13 hours and they found her guilty of first degree murder. She was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. To this day, she still claims her innocence in the murder case. All the boys involved in the case has been released from prison while Pamela is still incarcerated. As of the end of 2020, Pamela Smart has called for a review of her case because the prosecutor who put her behind bars has
0: been accused of withholding key evidence in
1: another case.
0: Oh shit. Oh fuck. So that literally means that she can almost get out. Yeah. So Okay. That's so all, obviously be reviewed, but it, yeah. it it basically means that she will have a, a very lesser sentence. Well, the it well she's already spent
1: like thirty years in prison. Exactly. But it all depends. So Billy was released out of prison. The law. Lo- he was released in two thousand and fifteen. Okay. The boy that was in the car that they don't really mention. He was released in two thousand and three. J.R. was released in 2005.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm not sure when Pete was
0: released. I'd like to know if they probably... If they went back to... Billy went back to have a word or, you know, keep in contact with him I don't
1: think so. He actually got married behind bars. And um, he... I don't think... I don't think so. Oh, yeah. It's an interesting case. But, I actually don't
0: know this one. But
1: Pamela actually so like I said she still says she's innocent Mm. and I can I can see it but also because the thing is the whole controversy with the boys in their case Mm. and it's her word against four kids
0: exactly it's an adult
1: and she admitted to the relationship the sexual relationship between her and Billy Mm. which obviously completely tainted her image and um, and She actually volunteers at so many, so many different places for,
0: like... Shows a very, very good image.
1: Yeah, so...
0: Like a church and soup kitchens and stuff like that.
1: Well, no, she's now in prison. She volunteers in with so many different things, and she's written a couple of books, and there's so many things that she has done that shows that there might have been... Her trial was... Not necessarily given her the the child didn't give her the benefit of the doubt. No, I don't want to say benefit of the doubt. I mean like mm.
0: so that she's innocent. You, no, might not necessarily
1: be. innocent. She might be, but I think they put way too much of the blame on her.
0: Mm. Mm. Even mm. though
1: she, but if you think they say it's an adult dating a young kid, but you think about it, she was only twenty two. Mm. And in my eyes, twenty two is kind of still very young. And yeah, if I have to think back being twenty two, yeah. I still I still thought of myself as a child when I was twenty two. Mm. Not like I thought of myself as a young adult, but I, I still thought of myself as a child. Mm. Like,
0: but it's the same with the with the area's case. I mean, the one thing that makes me think that she couldn't do it is dragging a body, because it was so heavy. Because a body is it's heavy. So heavy um, and not just that, stabbing someone 27 mm. times, that takes a lot of energy.
1: But a lot, and, and
0: remember, it's not it's not flesh, it's bone as well yeah. that you're going to go through. And not just that, but cut, literally almost decapitating him. Yeah,
1: but I again, like, why does she change her story so often and so... I don't know. So that's just...
0: it's her trying to cover for herself and not thinking through and the the problem with
1: those type of cases is that it's her like her word no one knows because there was Mm. no other witness there was no No other there was no one else it's just her
0: that's the one thing that sort of makes me just very slightly think she didn't do it it's because of the aggressiveness Mm -hmm. I mean yes I've already stated in the previous um, murder case that anything that has to do with a knife anything that's bodily done to a person Mm -hmm. is aggressive it's personal it's vengeful that's the only reason why I can conclude that it's her but for me thinking about stabbing someone 27 times and then dragging a body that for me is just because again he is a big guy I mean, I, I carried, know. I helped carry my grandfather's casket, and it's heavy. It wasn't a far distance to walk, but it was heavy.
1: Look, it's I don't know, like adrenaline, ad, adrenaline. adrenaline can do so
0: much. For yes, you, it but can. But for me, it's to drag yeah. a body.
1: I don't know. It's just it's weird to I don't know.
0: It is, it's a very weird case, but that's the one thing for me. But if you,
1: I don't know, it's just because I know the case as well, and I looked at the videos of her, she was really... She's tall. She's tall. No, not that, just that. She
0: acted very weird. Mm. But she's a weird person.
1: Yeah. You could see that either she didn't do it, and she doesn't feel any remorse, Mm. and she doesn't really care that he died,
0: Mm. or she
1: did do it. And again, doesn't feel remorse.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's one of the two. Yeah. Definitely one of the two.
1: But anyway, that was our cases for today. Yeah. Um. Next week is again gonna be something light-hearted, so we don't <laughs> give you too uh, many, night many nightmares.
0: nightmares. For the next episode, we're gonna be we will be discussing um, fetishes. Yes, some weird fetishes,
1: because. Um, We get fucked up people out there. (laughs) Yeah, and we find it very, very interesting. Yeah, so that is for the next episode. Uh, Follow
0: us on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook. All of our social medias. You can find us on um, Zombie Chickens Podcasts. I mean, it's not that difficult to find.
1: We are also on YouTube. Yes. From uh, last week's episode, we are on YouTube.
0: And um, we also have a Patreon, yes. please. Um, Support us on our what's Patreon. With a, with a, with a, with a gelkie. With a um, That would help a lot. Yes. So, that is all for today. Yeah.
1: Cheers for years. Cheers for years.